What up and welcome to the season two recap for the Dealer Talk podcast. So today we're going to be looking at season two from a 50,000 view and we're going to be talking about the highlights of the season. I'm riding solo on this deal today. Eric's not able to join me, but stay tuned. Let's get into it. Let's check it out. What up, Dealer Talk family? Uh, Man, it's been an awesome season. Um, I cannot be more pleased with how things have come together for season two. I feel, first of all, extremely blessed to have had so many amazing guests on the show this season. Um, I can't say thank you enough. Uh, You know, I really appreciate... Uh, these individuals coming on the show, taking time out of their day to give back to this amazing industry. Um, I've said this many times, but for me, this was really a selfish project where I could uh, connect with some amazing people and just learn. And it's really developed into this amazing resource and platform that um, I just, you know, Sometimes when I really think how far we've we've come in such a short amount of time, I just, you know, there's no other way for me to, to say it other than I feel blessed and I just want to express gratitude. So sincerely for everybody that's been a guest on the show that has taken time out of their day uh, to, uh, you know, join us and give their insights. Thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I know that Eric shares that sentiment as well. Um. All right, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about season two. All right, let's talk, let's kind of recap. Uh, this is going to be a fifty thousand view. Um, so I just kind of want to showcase the highlights. First of all, let me start by saying that you know the season we really tried to cover many aspects of the dealership. Right, season one was mostly about uh, people in the front of the house, either in sales or management. This season, we talked about uh, making it a little bit more generic. We kind of wanted to paint a broader picture of the dealership itself. Um, and there were some areas where we, where I feel we succeeded with that. But, you know, there was areas that we didn't touch much on, which were parts in, uh, you know, the collision side of the business. BDC is another one that we, that we didn't really cover in depth. So we're definitely going to try to incorporate those into season three in some capacity. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I think we had a, a broad uh, perspective or a broad uh, spectrum, if you will, of, of topics. And, you know, I was very pleased with, with, uh, with the final product, right? Um, you know, uh, let's start with, uh, with guest one, right? So John Resurrection, season two opener. What a great episode. I really enjoy talking about social media and the impact in the industry as we see it today. I will say that a lot has changed since August of last year when, when we launched, but I'm seeing a lot more activity on social media within the industry, and that just, that just excites me because, um, you know, these are free platforms, right? These, these are opportunities for us to, uh, you know, to kind of gain attention for the industry, and, um, 
Every time I see somebody engaging with social media and the automotive industry in some capacity, it's just, I just feel like we're moving in the right direction. So that was a great conversation with John. We had two guests where we talked about technology. Um, and, you know, we're not here to promote that, right? So I'm not going to be for or against it. But I will say that both of the areas, right, social media and video, are ones that I'm paying close attention to personally, just on, my, on the professional side for me, because I feel like those are going to be uh, tremendously impactful um, in the years to come, right? Social media, so having some sort of social media strategy where you can engage with customers and capture customer intent on social media, um, you know, if there's such a thing, right? Because social media uh, customers are typically there to uh, socialize. Um, but if there is some sort of opportunity to engage with customers or capture intent on social media directly, then I definitely um, am. I, I, it's interesting to me, right? So I, I, I would encourage you to at least explore those things further, whether it's uh, the solutions or the, the, pro- the products or um, you know, how do I say it? The, you know, the, the systems, if you will, the solutions that we, that we talked about on the show or not, um, you definitely need to look and be ready for, to have some sort of strategy in play for that on the video side of things. Video really excites me because I feel it's the easiest, not the easiest, let's just say it that way. The quickest way to break the ice in the digital world that we live in today. And what do I mean by that? Well, think about it, right? A lot of customers are engaging with you digitally before they ever walk into your showroom, right? So having the opportunity to break the ice with that customer digitally, a la video, I just think it's going to be a lot more impactful than some sort of chat or texting function, right? Where there's no uh, human connection or human contact. So, um, you know, I'm really glad that we had those conversations. And again, we're not promoting for or against just check it out, right? Come to your own conclusions. Take a look. If it's not those particular uh, platforms and look at your own, but definitely should be ready for some sort of social media strategy as well as um, some sort of video component um, to your process, right? Uh, let's see. Next, we talked about, you know, we had some guests where we talked about uh, 2019 strategies, data conversations. Um, we had... Uh, let's see. Well, let's, let's kind of stick there for a second. So, um, cause these are kind of interrelated for me, right? So we had strategies with Owen Moon and data conversation with Tim Rowe, uh, both really, really, um, powerful messages. And, and, um, in my opinion, powerful, um, episodes on the data side of things. Um, I really liked that Tim was actually, offering some suggestions or solutions. Uh, So that was really cool because, you know, we were just kind of having the data conversation and these things kind of flow naturally. So those are there for you to listen to and implement, you know, Uh, just take them with you. And then with Owen, we kind of quickly got sidetracked into fake stops. But I think for good reason, right, as I put in the in the season or in the episode recap, um, you know, I really feel like that's the that's the recession-proof dealership, right? The dealership that is focused on their fixed stops operation that is really in, in, in tune with fixed stops and really understands how to uh, capitalize on that, right? Because, listen, um, I've said this before and I'll say it again, but the, uh, the service drive or the, the fixed stop side of the business is the 
most effective long-term success strategy for any dealership. Think about all these customers that have already said yes to you and that continue to say yes to you every single month by servicing their vehicle at your store. Plus, when you mine business from your service drive, you're creating true opportunities for sale. Think about it this way. The pie is the pie, right? The market's gonna do what the market's gonna do. All you can do as a dealership to gain more market share is to take it away from your competitors. But when you mine from your service department, those customers are not in market. They're not a part of the pie. So when you're able to take a customer from your service drive and get them into a new vehicle, into a lease, that is a true new opportunity that did not exist because that customer was not shopping at your store, but they were also not shopping at your competitor. So think about that, right? So the more effective you are at mining your service department for the new, for the, for the front of the house, man, that's going to give you a lot of leverage. It's going to give you a lot of advantages. Um, so yeah, so really enjoyed that conversation with Owen. Again, lots of takeaways there. Make sure to re-listen to the episode, take some notes. Uh, then we had the opportunity to talk to some amazing uh, veterans of the industry. Jay Jensen, uh, we talked about the sales process and the evolution of that. Um, I'm a little bit torn with that one. I totally agree that, um, you know, it's a different, it's a different uh, time and place, right? And, um, you know, I agree with everything that Jay said on the episode as far as uh, things um, being... Um, kind of the way that they are and not a lot has changed from the process side of things but on the transparency side and the information side there's no questions that we are in a uh, efficient marketplace right so buyers and sellers have access to uh, the same information Um, but we haven't adapted to that on our process right and I think that that's where a little bit of a disconnect exists and, you know, I know Jay talked about that as well. And so, you know, I'm 100% in, in, in agreeance with him on that. And um, yeah, I just, you know, just to have the opportunity to have him on the show, his, uh, his background, his expertise, um, all the years of experience is just, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And then we had um, our season closer, which was Mr. Ed French, another veteran, 40 plus years in the industry, and uh, lots of insights there, lots of takeaways as well. Uh, Probably one of my biggest takeaways with him was uh, just the future, right? And, um, you know, and again, we we go back to fixed operations, right? I mean, uh, no matter what happens to the the, uh, sales side of the business, customers are still going to have to get their cars fixed right? The old fashioned way. And so again, it goes back to the, the dealerships who really can maximize their fixed operations. Um, you know, they're just going to be at an, at, at a, at an advantage, right? We also talked about the concept of experience, which, um, that's a, that's a big one for me. I'm sure you've heard me say it multiple times to different guests, but the fact that we, we talk about experience in, in the automotive industry, it's kind of like a buzzword, but there's really no, Nobody's really getting down to specifics and really creating that. Um, let's see. Then we had Sean Welsh and Sean Kelly. Man, you know, that conversation with Sean Welsh, 
probably one of my face my favorite episodes. Um, I've listened to it multiple multiple times. I really liked his energy. Um, I like what he has to say. Obviously, his perspective from having actually done it right, having having actually taken ups and been through the process, and now doing what he do does today. Uh, there's really some, uh, you know, the perspective is just fire, man. Um, you know, on a personal note, I, I, I just love his content. You know, I follow him on LinkedIn and on Facebook and all the other platforms. And I just really dig what he's about. And I like that he gives it to people straight. And he definitely did not disappoint in our episode. And uh, I really appreciate that. Um, Sean Kelly, our first repeat guest, great conversation about implementation and accountability. I think those are topics that are very relevant in the industry today. So um, again, I really that that conversation, I think is probably one of the most uh, valuable ones in the season in general, just because there's just a lot of um, there's a lot of relevancy there, right? Uh, we talked to Matt Cohen about Rockstar Events. Man, how that has evolved in the in the past couple of months since we recorded the episode. Now they're they're. Um, you know, they're giving the, the, the passes for free. So if you're uh, thinking about going there or thinking about uh, joining an event um, in 2019, definitely check that one out. I think it's coming up here in May. So uh, it's pro- it could potentially be sold out. But, you know, go to the website and check it out. And, and, and again, I say sold out, but they're actually giving those passes away at no charge. So, uh, man, and I, I, I got to tell you from personal experience, I was there last year and I was blown away. I really loved it. Uh, and I have no problem putting my my own um, approval on it. You know, that's one of the things that I will promote. And, you know, side note, I'm not getting any type of compensation or anything for saying this. It's just purely out of the fact that I really enjoyed that experience. And I think that as a dealer, you're going to get tons of value from it. So uh, it's definitely worth uh, a plane ticket and, and, and a hotel, and, you know, especially now that they're giving it away for free. Um, uh, we had my friend Dimitri on and talked about the auction. That's another one of those topics that I really wanted to talk about. So I'm really glad that we had that conversation. Um, I liked that Dimitri was uh, willing to give a lot of information, you know, on how to kind of get a, a advantage on the auctions. And so uh, check it out, man. Um, I, I personally feel that there's some stuff in there that you're going to be like, wow, okay, I didn't realize this, or I didn't know that this tool existed, or I didn't know that uh, this was damaging or hurting my ability to, to move this car quicker. Uh, so I really enjoyed that episode. And uh, let's see. Uh, sorry, I just want to make sure I don't forget anybody because we, we, we had some really good conversations. Um, Robert Sebastian, we talked about making the process awesome. You know, my biggest takeaway from that conversation was his whole history, right? The fact that he was selling cars, saw an opportunity to make an impact in service, and then moved over, right? And the reason why that was, uh, why that stuck with me is because purpose, right? Um, Oftentimes, our purpose is really the difference maker, right? And for him, he saw that, he took that role on. He said, listen, we're gonna make this an awesome experience for our, for our customers. And um, when, when, you, when you have that sort of passion, when you have that sort of commitment, you really make a difference. So um, I really enjoyed his story. Uh, obviously, I think he's got some really good advice in there. Check it out. Um, Tim Stockwell, we had a conversation about service issues of today. So 
you know, this was a very special episode for me because Tim is actually somebody that I consult with on a regular basis. Um, and, you know, he's just very respected within his field, within his vertical. And uh, to get his perspective on the show for me was huge, right? I, I have a lot of respect for him, as I said. And I think that, um, you know, especially on the service side of things, there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues. Um, and having that conversation with somebody for, with his experience, uh, I think it just really goes a long way. Um, in particular, we talked about the, the service tech crises. Um, and we talked about the retention side of things and how those, those things need to need to kind of evolve. Right. And those are some serious pain points, if you will, within the industry. And, um, you know, we need to make some changes on those things. We need to really evaluate them and see how we can um, move the needle, right? Since our conversation, there's been some developments, especially on the tech side of things. Uh, so NEDA has come out with a program and I've heard some other things of other companies uh, working on uh, bringing more techs into the industry. So that's very exciting. And we'll see what that looks like in, in, in a couple more years. But um, now is the time to really kind of get down on those things and, and really start making some impacts and making some changes before we're really in a crisis situation. Um, Anna and Stacy, uh, obviously new technology, we covered that. So we had them on the show. Again, um, I'm not for or against. I'm just saying check them out uh, and make your own conclusions, but definitely start thinking about social media, start thinking about video as the next way to... Um, you know, move the needle and, and, and just help you connect with more potential buyers, more potential um, owners who need to get their vehicle serviced. And I think that's pretty much it as far as guests on the show. Again, thank you. Thank you so much for everybody. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate your dedication to the industry and to come on our show to give your insights. I mean, I just can't express enough my gratitude uh, for anybody that came on season one. Thank you as well. We really appreciate it. So let's talk about the future. So um, I've got a couple of, uh, you know, uh, connections on LinkedIn and on, on, on our Instagram page talking about the future of the show. And, um, you know, we've always, we, and I say always, we've only been, you know, August of last year is when we first started going. So, you know, it hasn't even been a full year yet. But uh, from the gate, our, our thought was always to take a break. Um, you know, I consult full time with dealers, uh, cover six states. Um, Eric uh, just got promoted. Congratulations, brother. I got nothing but love for you. And I know you're going to rock it over there. So, um, you know, it's just as much as, you know, this is a, a project of love and we'd like to be able to do it more uh, consistently. It's just our time doesn't doesn't allow that. I'm often time recording in hotels. We're doing this on weekends, getting up super early uh, to kind of make these these sessions happen. And so um, we just don't have the, the the flexibility to do this all year around. Uh, so we need to take a break. It's just part of the it's just part of the 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 our current situation. You know, neither. Eric or myself are looking to, to become podcasters, right? We do this because we love the industry. We know that these platforms are available and it's an opportunity for us to connect with some amazing people. And instead of having these closed door conversations, we can kind of put this out in the air. And, you know, if one person can benefit from it, then, you know, mission accomplished, right? 
So unfortunately, um, we have to take some time off, but we will be back. You know, I know that that's always a concern is like, hey, are these guys going to be back? Like, we really like the show. We subscribe to it. We've invested to it. Uh, yes, we will be back. Uh, we're thinking about October, so we'll take a couple of months off. We've actually already started recording some episodes for season three, uh, but not having the the season play out all year all year round allows us to record um, during this time off, and then we can release the episodes um, in a week by week span once the season starts. So we'll be back, no doubt. We'll be back. Um, and we'll have some more content. We're working on it now. Uh, please send your feedback. If there's anything in particular that you want to see for season three, please, please let us know. Go to the website at uh, um, dealertalk.biz and uh, give us your feedback. Send us, send us your feedback on that. We'd love to hear it. Um, the one thing that we've been hearing a lot from the listeners is video so we're trying to incorporate video in some capacity again just because of the nature of of uh, how much i travel for work and where uh, eric is located it's a little bit harder for us to kind of do those things but we're looking at it so the other thing that uh, people have reached out on is questions so first of all thank you thank you so much for everybody that has submitted their questions we got tons of questions from all over, man. Uh, you know, places like Germany, Canada, um, Mexico, uh, tons of places, obviously, within the United States. Um, we do have your questions, but the, the, the uh, objective was to get enough questions so that we can build a pipeline um, and kind of incorporate it into the show. So those are one of the changes that you're going to see for season three is we're going to incorporate these questions into the show in some capacity and we'll start addressing those. Um, so please continue to send in your questions. We will work those in. We will try to get you some responses, but our goal is to get everybody to get a response, right? So we're still thinking on how to get that accomplished, but we, we're definitely working on that. Um, that's it, folks. I don't want to make this, this recap super lengthy. Um, that's where we're at. Thank you so much for your engagement. Thank you so much for, uh, your feedback. Uh, but most importantly, most importantly, thank you so much for being dedicated to the industry, right? Cause this is ultimately what it's all about. The fact that you're taking time to listen to the, this content means that you're somebody that cares about what you're doing. You care about your industry and you're looking for ways to become better. So regardless whether you're listening to this podcast or someone else's podcast or you reading articles or whatever, thank you so much for taking the time to make this industry great. Thank you for taking the time to make this industry better. And that's what all of us need to do. We need to educate ourselves. We need to spend time becoming better and we need to get this industry to where it needs to be. Um, that's all I got. If you haven't done so already, please, please share this podcast with a friend, somebody that can benefit from the information. Not that we are giving, Eric and I, but that our guests are giving, right? Because they're really the, the stars of the show and their insights... Um, you know, that's pure gold, right? So it would mean the world to me if you could um, get somebody on to listen that currently is not listening uh, so that they can get the benefit and they can take it back to their day to day. That's all I got, folks. 
Thank you for checking us out. And as usual, we'll talk later. So you made it all the way to the end. Thank you so much. Just want to remind everybody to go to the website at dealertalk.biz. Leave us your questions. Give us your feedback. We really appreciate it. And we'll talk later.